Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. The shoe is on the other foot. On December 19, 2023, the National Telecommunications Commission, NTC, suspended the broadcast operations of the Mindanao-based Sunshine Media Network International, SMNI, for 30 days for alleged violation of the terms and conditions of its 25-year franchise. Affected by the suspension is the airing of all its news and commentary programs, including an interview program, Gikan Samasa, Para Samasa, From the Masses to the Masses, by former President Rodrigo Roa Duterte. The suspension has raised outcries of suppression of press freedom and free expression from the former president and other affected broadcasters such as Dr. Lorraine Badoy and Jeffrey Ka Eric Salis. But at least one member of the House of Representatives, Deputy Minority Leader France Castro of ACT Teachers Party List, has openly expressed support for the suspension, calling SMNI's broadcasting a threat to press freedom. Castro has filed charges in court against Duterte for alleged grave threats made against her on his SMNI program. Duterte has denied the charges. During Duterte's presidency, ABS-CBN, the nation's leading broadcasting network, went off the air after the House refused to renew its 25-year franchise. Since Noinoy Aquino's presidency in 2010, several bills had been filed urging its renewal, but they failed to spur the House into action because of the perception that the network had been unfair to Noinoy. Bills filed under Duterte on the other hand had to contend with the president himself who accused the network of, among other things, refusing to run his paid TV ads in 2016 when he was running for president. The network apologized and offered to return the money to the president, but Duterte refused to accept it, saying it should be donated to charity instead. He left the matter in the hands of the House, which allowed the franchise to lapse on May 4, 2020, despite the brave efforts of Speaker Alan Peter Cayetano, Duterte's unsuccessful running mate in 2016 to find an acceptable compromise. The network's demise reverberated across the country and outside, especially at the height of the coronavirus pandemic. Now the shoe is on the other foot. Where Duterte was the biggest player against ABS-CBN, he is now the biggest player on the side of SMNI, owned by his close friend Pastor Apollo Quibaloy, who calls himself the adopted son of God. Of course, the NTC's 30-day suspension of SMNI can hardly approximate the impact of the non-renewal of the long-running ABS-CBN's franchise but the difference lies in degree, not in kind. It allows Duterte and the rest of SMNI's talents to experience what the ABS-CBN broadcasters had to go through when their network was shut down. Duterte calls it a gross violation of his constitutional right to free speech and free expression. Lawyer Salvador Panello, Duterte's former legal counsel, denounced it as patently unconstitutional for having been issued allegedly without giving due process to SMNI. It creates a chilling effect on other broadcasting networks, he added. Many in the media sympathize with this position on constitutional grounds. Duterte remains a powerful figure, even though he is no longer immune from suit. A recent survey allegedly conducted by one polling firm reportedly ranked him as the top senatorial bet for 2025, among people who appear to have nothing better to do than speculate on what's going to happen in the next elections. Thus his sudden descent onto the ranks of the censored and suppressed is nothing short of incredible. Who would have thought that someone as powerful as he would be forced to submit to a government agency that dictates the rules on broadcasting? In fact, who would have thought that a young girl sitting in the House as a party list representative would be able to bring charges against him, where the prosecutors of the International Criminal Court, ICC, at The Hague have failed to do so, so far?
So far Duterte has failed to appear before the Quezon City Prosecutor's Office that is looking into Castro's charges. He has denied the allegation that he had threatened to kill her after allegedly tagging her as a communist. In fairness to him, he has not tried to use his influence as a former head of state to walk away from the charges. And the party list congresswoman has not found it necessary to accord him any deference. Ordinarily, one would have let the offense pass because of his status as a former former head of state. That would have inspired a little more awe and respect. But for the party list rep, this was obviously not the case. She decided to cry, the emperor or former emperor is naked. I hope what's happening to Duterte now is not a prelude to, or a foreshadowing of, what could happen to him in the hands of the ICC prosecutors from The Hague. I earnestly hope not, but if it is, then President Marcos Jr.'s determined effort to protect him from the ICC process might all come to naught. Before the House Committee on Justice's Resolution 1477 urging the Marcos government to cooperate with the ICC in investigating Duterte for crimes against humanity committed during his watch. The resolution has no binding effect upon the chief executive, but if it begins to move in the House, then the Duterts, father and daughter, had better watch out. Start out at gmail.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.